3: This guy can work a crowd. Yeah, who knew Donald Trump would set a new standard for a politician firing up a crowd? You've seen his rallies. He starts with a teleprompter, and unlike Obama, who um, who couldn't order a pizza without a prompter, uh, Donald Trump goes off the prompter and goes off the cuff for several minutes at a time. He was in rare form at CPAC on Saturday.
0: And under the so-called Trump economy, we are actually achieving the progress, hope. And change that liberals have been falsely promising for decades, but utterly failed to deliver or produce. And it's really driving them crazy. <laughs> That's why we'll probably end up with Crazy Bernie. Crazy, He's crazy. We got some beauties. We got Sleepy Joe. Or we got Crazy Bernie. We got Minnie Mike, but I think he's out of it. <laughs> I would like to spend $700 million and end up with nothing. Mini Mike. (laughs) I know him well. I knew that was going to happen. That was probably the worst debate performance in the history of presidential debates. Do we agree? Has there ever been anything like (laughs) that? But he's going to keep spending the money. I think this weekend he's going to... I hear his ad stop on Tuesday. He's going for Thursday. He's going to spend a lot of money. It just shows you that you can't buy an election. I mean, it just... There's a point at which people say you got to bring the goods a little bit, too. you got to bring the goods. Boy, did Pocahontas destroy him, I'll tell you. And look what I did to her. She choked, you know. She went out and got a test because I was killing her with a Pocahontas. Remember, I said, I have more Indian blood in me than she does, and I have none. Right? I said it. I said it to her. Love to have some, but I have none. And she was getting hit with that name, Pocahontas. That was one of the good ones. And they said, we want you to apologize for that name. And I did. I apologized. Nobody ever heard me apologize before. I apologized to the real Pocahontas. I apologize. But I learned something. Never do it too early. Two, a year and a half before the election. I said, what am I doing? I should have saved it, but that's all right. She had those burning embers, and then she started, but ultimately she failed. She's gone, so. But uh, she was really mean to Minnie Mike, I'll tell you, the way she treated her. He didn't know what hit him. He's going, oh, get me off of this stage. Get me off!
3: At the end there he's uh, shrinking himself down up, up on the stage down to Mike Bloomberg's size and I have to say I'm uh, I'm sorry, but I'm deeply offended. you know I'm five foot six and uh, I think Mike Bloomberg is actually taller than I am and you know it's mean of the president to make fun of us who uh, are vertically challenged, which I've been all my life and it's really affected my life and been a, a gigantic burden for me. So I'm going to start looking closely at those pictures of the big meetings they have over there down there in Washington. Like, you know, the one for the coronavirus that had the liberals upset because there were no women in the room. I'm going to start checking to make sure that the height of the people making these big decisions is evenly distributed. Those of us under, I don't know, five, nine better be properly represented or I'm going over to Bernie. By the way, how tall is Bernie? Bernie. When we come back, I want to tell you about an event coming up on Saturday at the Heinz History Center. Stick around. Siding, gutters, and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRSPittsburgh dot Mention Stag for an additional ten percent off. Windows r us. Proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Stagerwald Show. windows Obamacare, Trump Care. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60 percent, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Todd Marley at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. Do you
2: want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get
0: started today. OurOldNumber.com You might wonder why Australians always seem so relaxed. Well, it comes down to sleep. And we can sleep like a koala full of gum leaves. So we've invented a solution to your sleep problems. It's called Pronto Sleep, Pronto sleep is a two-in-one solution that helps you fall asleep and stay asleep. Pronto gently opens your nose to focus breathing so you can relax and fall into the land of nod. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils all night long for a beaut sleep naturally. Then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Clever, eh? And does it work? Well, in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep. 74% found it helped them stay asleep. You'll find Pronto now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto sleep is the gift of sleep from Australia. From RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
3: I want to tell you about an event coming up at the Heinz History Center. It's coming up uh, this Saturday, as a matter of fact. It's all about uh, veterans and it's presented by an organization called Re Engage. Adam Zafudo and his wife, Alexandra Persglove zafudo founded the organization and they join us now. Thanks for being here. Hey, well,
4: thanks, thanks for, for having us. Having
3: us. So, uh, uh, I don't know whoever wants to take the question. Uh, uh, the event is called Re Engage Pittsburgh. So What's the significance of the title of your organization, and what's the purpose of this event?
5: Sure. Yeah, well, absolutely. reengage was kind of a, it kind of grew out of the idea of what we're looking to have veterans do in their communities, is, is to re-engage into their communities. So something that I struggled with when I got out of the military was feeling isolated from my community, and I wasn't particularly um, seeking out those opportunities to be included in the, the community here in Pittsburgh.
3: Yeah, uh, go ahead, Alexander, if you want to throw, throw something in there.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, Adam really covered it. It's all about, you know, reengaging um, with yourself, with your purpose, with your family, your community, um, and kind of taking that next step towards becoming the next best version of yourself.
3: Well, the fact that, that you guys had to uh, come up with, you know, create this organization and, and stage this event, uh, the, the obvious seems to be that, that it's a problem for veterans reengaging. Uh, and maybe that's not something that the average person considers, you know, that when someone um, leaves the military, then uh, maybe it's a, a, a little tougher than everybody imagines for that person to get back into civilian life.
5: Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I, one of those, those things that, you know, I felt entirely prepared, you know, as prepared as you can be to go to combat in Iraq and Afghanistan, but I felt entirely unprepared for my transition out of the military and the uh, the transition out of the military for the army is a very kind of check the box thing. It's you go to this place, you see this person, you get this stamp from that guy and you're out the door. And what nobody's really focusing on is how do we talk to veterans as they're transitioning out of the military about what's next for them? What are the, um, what's the purpose that they're looking for in their life? What are the possibilities and the potential that they see for themselves? And that was something that I struggled with um, immensely when I got out. And Alex uh, started a business right as we started dating um, as a success coach and talking with people and working with people on going after their goals and what is their potential and what is their purpose in life. And I found those tools to be incredibly useful in my life. It was something that we wanted to share uh, with the community here in Pittsburgh because it's uh, an incredible group of organizations here in Pittsburgh that are really helping veterans across the board in a really holistic sense.
3: So, uh, Alexander, you you uh, used uh, principles that you've uh, developed with your other companies and, and and applied it to the veteran situation.
4: Yeah, you know we've really based reengage off of our own journey and what we've learned and experienced, and you know what Adam experienced as a veteran, what I experienced as you know his partner, and then. Uh, now wife, um, you know, as he reintegrated into into c- the civilian world. And then also, you know, at that time, I was building a business as a success coach. I've, we've both done a lot of personal growth work together. Um, Adam's gotten more engaged with other organizations here in Pittsburgh that work with veterans, as have I. And so our goal on Saturday is really to bring together, you know, our our experiences, our learning, our journey, and also combining it with our partner organizations and the work that they've done and um, their knowledge and understanding of the veteran community and to also bring together civilians and look at, you know, how do we all support each other in growing to our greatest potential and to deepening our purpose? um, And how do we, you know, build strong community between veterans and civilians?
3: And, And how will the veterans be able to connect with the organizations that you're partnering with for this?
4: Yeah, so we're going to be featuring each of our organization partners throughout the day. They'll be in panel discussions. They'll be there in the lobby. And so there's going to be clear next steps that you can take uh, to get connected to these organizations, uh, to connect to people that you're meeting that day. The whole day is centered around getting connected. And so you'll be able to sign up with these organizations. They'll follow you up. You'll see you know, which ones um, can come alongside of you to help you take whatever your next step is in achieving you know, your next level goals.
3: And uh, uh, late registration uh, runs through March fourth. So, if people want to uh, attend this event, what do they need to do?
5: Oh, they can go Adam, to Re-Engage PGH. Yeah, they can go to reengagepgh.com. Mm-hmm. And they can register there on the site. It is twenty five dollars for veterans and thirty five dollars for civilians. Um, yeah, and it's going to run March seventh, eight a.m. until about three or three thirty
3: in the afternoon we are giving away a uh, one pair of free tickets right now if you call for your uh, you can win a pair of tickets to the event 844-302-1250 it's a vip package and uh oh it's not okay it's just a it's a pair of free tickets though for the show uh and again the number 844-302-1250 um, as a sports guy uh, alexandra i recognize your keynote speakers
4: uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. We have a great lineup of, spe- of speakers. We're super excited. We've got Rocky Blyer, one of our headliners. Um, he's well, everyone knows Rocky, right? He's, he's just a great guy. He's got a great message. Um, we've got Jeremy stat coming in from California. He's a former Steeler, um, also former Marine, roommate of Pat Tillman. Uh, he has an incredible story and a journey to share. And then we've got Ariana Hunter, uh, Nick Grimes, Ton John Cole is going to be leading one of our breakouts. Adam and I will be speaking, we've got Matthew Mason doing music, um, Chris Phillips and Anthony Stow and all kinds of other people doing breakout sessions, so it's really going to be quite an enlightening day of some powerful messages.
3: And it's an all-day thing, it's not just uh, show up for an hour and hear a couple of people speak, it's a lot more than that, right?
4: Yes, yes, it's definitely, we recommend coming the whole day from 8 to 3.30 because everyone throughout the day is going to be working on their own action plan, their own goals, Um, It's really going to be a a journey throughout the day to get clear about what you really want to do next to deepen your purpose and deepen your connections.
3: And you, um, uh, Alexandra, you've been involved with Man Up uh, here in Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin. I think uh, most people by now have uh, heard about Mike's involvement with that. What is that all about, and then how did that help you create what you're doing now with ReEngage?
4: Oh, yeah. Thanks for asking. I um, So I used to work for Urban Impact, who's the organization behind the Man at Pittsburgh conference. And so I actually um, joined the staff the first year that they were producing the event. And so I got to team up uh, with Ed Glover, the founder and president there, to work with him on helping to build and execute that event um, alongside him and Coach Tomlin. And so that's really actually, we got the first idea and inspiration for Reengage, Adam has you know helped out at those events with me, and we were at Man Up, and Adam turned to me and said, "We need something like this for veterans," and that was actually the first time we started talking about Reengage about two years ago.
3: And uh, how, how how are the two alike? The two the two concepts, Man Up, and and what you're doing with Reengage.
4: Yeah, um, well, so they're both sort of catalytic events um, in that it's it's a one day conference, but the goal is to inspire and create paths and the structure for ongoing um, growth and opportunity and connection. And so um, they're both positioned as conferences that have really powerful messages and are going to challenge your perspective and yeah. encourage you and um, and then also provide opportunities for you to continue um, getting engaged, you know, after the event.
3: And the event is uh, this Saturday at the Heinz History Center um, at Re-Engage Pittsburgh. Uh, Adam, what's the most common issue for veterans trying to make the transition back uh, to civilian life that you found not just with your own personal experience but just from talking to your uh, fellow veterans
5: yeah I think the the biggest issue is lack of purpose it's um, you you live this life in the military where everything has an immense purpose even if you don't particularly understand the um, the reason why you know that there is a grander purpose behind this. And so it's very easy to to find your purpose and your meaning in your work and what you're doing. And then when you get out, it's very much um, kind of an on-your-own type of thing. You need to find your own purpose and your own meaning. And that was, was difficult for me. I was going to school at Duquesne, but I was miserable and I was unhappy. And it, it wasn't Duquesne's fault, it was my own fault, because I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't have a goal that I was moving towards. It didn't have a meaning in my life that I was, I was working towards. And I think that that leads to, um, at least for me, I know it, it, it led towards me feeling like a victim. I was a victim of my circumstances, whereas I wasn't taking control of, of my life and my opportunities and my potential and trying to go out and figure out what that, that purpose is and what that next greater goal is. And that's what we wanted to do with reengage was to expose veterans here in the Pittsburgh area to the ideas of, hey, what is your purpose and what is your greater potential and what are the things that you can do after this? And not only what are those things, but, hey, these are the organizations that are here in Pittsburgh that are doing incredible work that are going to help you achieve those goals, that are going to connect you to networks that are going to be beneficial for you. that even if you don't know what your greater purpose is and maybe you're struggling with what's next, you can go and be included in a community where, you're going to feel like you did something and you're going to feel like you made, you did some good in the world. And you can find that, you know, you can find that through a number of organizations here in Pittsburgh and a lot that we're partnering with. So that's, again, the big part of it was how do we get veterans into a mind space of looking at what their potential is and how do they find that next purpose and what's that greater next mission?
3: And Alexander, this event is uh, also very much for civilians, too. You don't have to be a veteran. You might uh, be related to one. You might be married to one. Um, So civilians are very much uh, included in this, correct?
4: Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm a civilian, and some of our speakers are civilians. And so we've got a real mix. Um, And we're definitely encouraging civilians to come and to really learn more about different veteran experiences and gain a deeper understanding. And You know, we heard a quote once that really stuck with us, that whatever veteran needs when returning home is a community to whom their experience matters. And so that's something that also influenced us in wanting to build stronger community between veterans and civilians uh, through this event and through the partnerships with our partners.
3: Well, uh, one more time on uh, how people can register.
4: Yes, yeah, so reengagepgh.com registration does close this Wednesday. I'm also excited to share, we actually only have about 15 or 16 seats left, so we recommend registering as soon as you can, <laughs> reengagepgh.com. Um, and if you have
3: any questions, you know, you can email us through the website as well. And it's $25 if you're a veteran, $35 if you are a civilian. It includes breakfast and lunch. It's at the Heinz History Center. And we are giving away two free tickets right now. Uh, you can call uh, with a chance to win, 844-302-1250. Uh, Adam Zafuto and Alexandra Persglove Zafuto, uh, congratulations on the uh, organization you've uh, you've. Formed and uh, the event you're putting on, and we appreciate you being on with us today, So
5: John, thank, thank you. you so very much. We really appreciate it.
3: Okay, and good luck. Yeah, uh, good luck with the event on Saturday.
5: Thanks thank so much. So
3: much okay, thank you, and that. Uh, thanks, and, and the event again. Uh, in case you missed it, just tuning in, it's uh it's this Saturday, and it's all day long, and it's at the uh, Heinz History Center. It's called Reengage Pittsburgh. You can register for tickets. Uh, and there are only a few left, as you heard Alexandra say there, reengagepittsburgh.com We still have the two tickets available if uh, you want to call 844-302-1250. Got a couple of minutes here before we take the break. Coming up after the break, by the way, something I think is really interesting. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of polls or see a lot of polls uh, all through the, this election season all the way up to Election Day. Um, And polls are nice. They were mostly wrong in 2016 when it came to the presidential election. But uh, when we come back, we have a guest who has come up with a new way to gauge how people are feeling about particular candidates. And it's not a poll, but it's better. And it's a way of judging their feelings about um, candidates by checking out what they're doing digitally. And that's not Twitter and it's not Facebook. It's other stuff. It's pretty interesting stuff. We'll have that when we come back. Uh, also, um, there's a <laughs> uh, um, if we have time for it. Joe Biden was um, speaking in Texas today. If I get a chance here, I'll I'll pay, play you the soundbite. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty. It's actually kind of pathetic. Uh, Joe Biden is. Uh, he's he's uh, 77 years old 78 years old whatever it is 77 i guess he is he's the young one and um, he's struggling out there and uh, he's got to have a big day tomorrow in order to stay in contention for the nomination for, uh, for the democratic party and um, he was uh, speaking today and he had, it wasn't a gaffe it wasn't that he said something stupid he just he just sounded like a sorry a a, a babbling idiot we'll play that for you in in the second half hour, um, and also a, a story that was uh, just coming out today. Is, uh, I don't know all the details on it, but it's it's pretty interesting. It's um, a judge has ordered Hillary Clinton to sit down and answer questions from Judicial Watch um, about her emails and about Benghazi. She's been trying to avoid this now for a long time, and they finally had a breakthrough uh, because this judge said, yeah, you know what, uh... There are some questions here that need to be answered, and, and I, I, I think they sent her some written questions, and the responses she got were, in, not insane, but ridiculous, and not informative, and uh, obviously evasive, so she is now going to have to be questioned by Judicial Watch. and. Uh, she's going to be forced to do that. It's not, you're not asking her to do it. She's going to be forced by the judge to show up and answer those questions and um, that should be a pretty interesting conversation and I hope it's on done on videotape. That should be pretty good. We'll be right back. Uh, stick around. AM 1250, The Answer.
1: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg, who have both dropped out of the race, are uniting behind Joe Biden's presidential bid as the Democratic Party's moderate wing scrambles to boost the former vice president just hours before voting begins in the high-stakes Super Tuesday states. Washington state is reporting more deaths from coronavirus, which brings the total in that state now to six. The U.S. with 80 reported cases of the virus. A big day on Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average surged more than 1,200 points, or 5% on hopes that central banks will take action to shelter the global economy from the effects of the coronavirus outbreak. The large gains caused some of the ground loss in the massive sell-off last week. Clawed back, the Dow gained 1,294 points. This is SRN News
2: following is not an actor, but a real life story from Trinity Debt Management.
6: I had a lot of credit card debt and I couldn't pay my bills. I was feeling so bad I got to a point where I needed some help. So I reached out and contacted Trinity. If
2: you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496 to talk to a certified counselor.
6: They were able to take all of my different payments and put them all together.
2: Trinity will consolidate your account into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
6: And they were actually able to work with my creditors. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000 in the last 18 months.
2: If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496.
6: My name is Stephanie, and I'm debt-free for keeps. 1-800-936-5496.
2: She's listening all the time and getting smarter every day. When you want the conservative perspective on today's most pressing issues, Alexa has the answer. You just have to point her in the right direction by saying, Alexa, enable the Answer Pittsburgh skill. Now say, Alexa, play the Answer Pittsburgh to get your favorite conservative talk station without lifting a finger. Look, Ma, no hands. So, Alexa what's your favorite station
7: that's easy am 1250 the answer
3: when you shop goodwill you don't just bring home a vintage dress or cat lamp you bring home so much good to your community because everything you buy funds local job training and more Goodwill, bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
1: The Allegheny County Airport Authority says the $1.1 billion price tag for the new terminal project at Pittsburgh International Airport is merely a starting point. That the authority appears to not have a handle on the final cost of such a large project at this stage is not acceptable. The public has every right to know now what the final cost will be. Learn more about this topic at AlleghenyInstitute.org, celebrating 25 years of challenging conventional public policy thinking.
6: Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions are posted at textrules.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated marketing
1: text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Tom from Kane 11, and I have one question for you. What size socks are you wearing right now? If you're like everyone else I've asked, you simply don't know. How could you? That's because until now... Socks were made in one size fits all or just a couple of sizes to fit every size foot. But not at Cane 11. We make our socks in 11 individual sizes from 7 to 17. That's right, 7 to 17. Great looks and colors to fit everyone's lifestyle. From cotton to wool or anything in between, Cane 11's got the perfect sock for you. Better yarns, better quality, just a better sock. If you don't love them just like we do, send them back for a full refund. That's the Cane 11 promise. Once you wear a pair of Cane 11's, I guarantee you'll never go back to wearing socks. In multi size ranges again.
2: Save 20% off your first order when you text Socks to 246810. That's text Socks to 246810. Text Socks to 246810. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
6: On the Parkway West, you'll see those delays inbound from Airport Expressway to
7: 60 and 79 to Roslyn Farms Road and from Banksville to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. There's a whole lot of pockets of volume through there. Outbound Parkway East Solid, Forbes Avenue to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound Edgewood-Swissdale to the Tunnel, 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Veterans Bridge seeing some outbound delays along with outbound Liberty Bridge looking busy. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250, the answer, weather.
1: Plenty of clouds tonight with a couple of showers, low 46. Cloudy and mild tomorrow with a few showers, high 55. Chillier tomorrow night, plenty of clouds, low 35. Cloudy on Wednesday with occasional rain and drizzle. High Wednesday, 48. Thursday, sunny to partly cloudy. High Thursday, 49. With your accurate forecast, I'm Brian May.
2: The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the pollsters did a really good job in 2016
3: of getting it wrong when it came to predicting who was going to win the race for president. Here we are again. Super Tuesday is tomorrow. The polls in most of the states say that Bernie Sanders has a pretty comfortable lead. And now that Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg have dropped out, it's between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Lily Valletta founded a company a few years ago called Culture Intel, and she's come up with a much better way to gauge how the voters are feeling. She joins just now. Lily, thanks for being here.
7: Thank you so much, John.
3: So uh, let's start with uh, you, you just telling us what is culture, in te- culture Intel?
7: Well, imagine if you could have uh, technology that gives you a real pulse of how people feel about everything and anything at all times. That is the short way of understanding it. Uh, and using techie terms is An algorithm that is mining and harvesting every open discussion where people are sharing it and we turn that into um, a methodology that can look at patterns so we know what people like or dislike their sentiment how they relate to things so we can never ever have to depend on a survey or a poll to really know how people feel
3: so this is not uh, Facebook and Twitter though correct
7: exactly and that is the the magic of it Um, you'll be surprised that most people are sharing uh, their true voice in places like forums, topical sites, news sites, because on Facebook, everybody knows who you are. So if you really want to give your candid opinion, they'll probably go anonymously in, into other places. Okay. Uh, so typically fifty percent, 15% of where uh, people discuss our social media and the rest is everywhere else.
3: Wow. So, so, um, so you're talking about, uh, say there's a story on CNN, and you're going to the comments section, and that's where you're finding things? Yes,
7: that is exa- that's a good example. Um, it's places like Quora, where there are threats and threats of questions and answers that people volunteer for each other. It's Anywhere there is an open comment box, it could be a review inside Amazon.com, or a comment underneath CNN.com, WallStreetJournal.com, and anywhere there is a comment box. And, so it's quite powerful because it gives us a pulse of how people really feel and when how, nobody's asking.
3: And how identifiable are they in places like that? Are they, are they using their real names there?
7: No, many times they're not. And I think that's why we're getting such an honest view of how people feel towards everything. Um, I know we're in a politically charged season, being 2020. Uh, But that's a great example. For example, in 2016, we were using our technology to look at the candidates at the time, Trump and and Hillary, and we picked up uh, a positive affinity kind of rising towards Trump in June before November when the polls weren't picking it up. I didn't think people were admitting that they were supporting him, but we could pick that up because we go into where people are anonymous and and really gives us a, a, a good read. So that's why I think it's so powerful, and we never break privacy. I know people are freaked out with technology these days, and Cambridge Analytica, and are they selling my data? We never look at personal identifiable information. It's just the comments.
3: So if I'm a if I'm a a politician, or even if I'm running a business, yep. is it uh, does it is it wrong to overrate the importance uh, of Twitter and Facebook and? Place uh, and Instagram. where uh, do, yeah. do, do people make the mistake of of overestimating the value of that stuff?
7: I think I think so. I think you need to uh, you know spread a wider net. Um, places like Twitter have become very vocal destinations for polar opposite opinions to kind of come in and collide with no filter. In uh, Facebook, people temper themselves a little bit more because you know exactly who you are and you're arguably posting to your friends. But like I said, you know, there's a vast universe that expands well beyond social media where you get that authentic, unsolicited, raw voice of the people. Here, Here's a fun fact, John. Like, less than 1% of all the data that is available is actually used for insight or for consumer intelligence. So there's a lot out there that we're not structuring, you know, as the technologies would say, unstructured data that we can organize. And basically, that's what we're doing. So if, if we've created more information in the last two years than in the history of humankind, there's plenty of room to kind of reimagine where we're going to source and really understand people's opinions, um, which is why we have so much fun Disrupting traditional methods using technology and maybe reporting what no one else is able to pick up in, in a questionnaire.
3: We're talking to Lily gil Valletta. She's the founder and CEO of Culture Intel. Um, and Lily, according to your information, 4.6 million overall relevant discussions were had about the Democrat debates uh, last week. Is that a lot?
7: It is a lot. Actually, within just 12 hours after... Uh, the debate there was two point seven million discussions uh, that is plenty and much more than any poll for us to really look at how people feel towards the candidates. Um, but the magic really happens when we're able to look at that information and how is it different for you know hispanics African Americans men women, republicans, independents uh, because that's really when you get that personalized insight into how people are feeling because there's certain space where this is going to matter. Um, so it's a lot, people are engaged and you're hearing, you're seeing a lot of, uh, kind of, that of of that raw data translating into some results as we're, as we saw Sanders kind of taking, uh, the, the, the first round and now Biden in South Carolina. So it correlates to how people are sharing with us candidly before the Actual voting happened.
3: Well, your information after the debate showed that Amy Klobuchar was the least talked about candidate at 7%. I guess that means not too many people are upset today by the news that she quit.
7: Exactly. It's, uh, I mean, but but here's the irony of it. She, Amy was, while she was fairly unknown in perspective to all the others, based in share of voice, she was one of the least polarizing. So even though we see Sanders at the at the tip of the spear in a lot of our data recently leading to Super Tuesday, um, they people either absolutely adore him and love him or dislike him completely. There's like no neutral in between. Qualbachar um, was more like that. Bloomberg actually is a lot more in the in the gray of neutral, which arguably are candidates that could maybe swing the centrist or independents that may be looking for an option in this uh, November election
3: season. Well, Bloomberg was the most talked about candidate after the debate. He had a terrible debate, yes. by the way. It uh,
4: was awful, yes.
3: <laughs> 27% to Bernie Sanders, but he also had the most negative comments. And remember, in case yes. you, if you're just tuning in, this is based on open uh, source in, intel, not Twitter, and not maybe what you're reading on Twitter or Instagram and other places or seeing on Instagram, this is um, message boards, comment sections, real people uh, commenting, and it's they're not really hiding as, as often behind a, a Twitter uh, face or, or a, an Instagram name, anything like that. So um, mm-hmm. and this is these are important numbers for people who are running for office. Elizabeth Warren seems pretty well liked by Democrats but they're not voting yep. for uh Lily
7: exactly, yeah, exactly she is um she, she her her positivity and and I think a lot of it as we correlated to that debate in particular, had to do with how bold and strong she was up against Bloomberg, so that was actually well received, <laughs> which then also turned into a a big negative you know consequence for him as he was kind of not reacting much or passively listening and taking it all in. Um, But we'll continue to run this. It's, It's amazing because public sentiment does move very fast. There's a reason why the markets in Wall Street, for example, react to public sentiment. We're seeing it now with coronavirus in the midst of uncertainty, how people react to it and how it has financial consequences. So this is not a snapshot in time. It needs to continue to run. And for, for those of us listening, cause I'm not, I'm not here to pitch you or sell you something. I'm just telling you, we feel responsible publishing this information and in cultureintel.com forward slash politics, we are putting all this out for anyone that wants to see it, download it, click it to be informed. Uh, cause we, our clients are fortune 500 clients that use this for other commercial reasons. So we're just having fun in this greatly important political season we're living in.
3: It's uh, Culture Intel, uh, C U L T U R I N T E com, correct?
7: Correct. And okay. if you put forward slash politics, you'll see all this stuff are running as it relates to political, you know. Yeah, so you got with. Super
3: Tuesday tomorrow. Um, yes. And it's pretty much down to Sanders, uh, Bloomberg, and Biden. Unless you count Warren, she has no chance. So what's being said about the final three there as we head into those uh, elections tomorrow?
7: Yeah. So when we look at, at just a national read of of about 1.2 million digital discussions, um, Sanders and Biden are basically statistically tied. We have Sanders at 22 percent, Biden at 21, then Warren 16, and everyone else. But when you look at key states like California and Texas, Sanders in the lead. North Carolina, he's showing ahead in our data. Actually, he's tying with Biden North Carolina. Colorado Sanders is ahead. Basically the only place where you don't see him at the, at the top is in Virginia and Minnesota. So definitely this, this uh, Bernie Sanders mania is legitimately translated across these key states. And Biden is closely behind. He's not too far. So basically if we want to play the game of statistics, which typically works this way, which are plus or minus 5%, uh, they're basically statistically tied.
5: Is this, is this so for the amount of people discussing them
3: you're talking about? The amount yeah. Th- yeah. Okay.
7: This is about, no, this is the percentage that is positive towards one oh, or the other.
3: Okay, so you're, they're so it's tied not just, at percentage it's not positive. Their own
7: voice. Ah. Yeah, exactly. So positive affinity is quite close for those two. Um, so... It's confirming yet again that, you know, you can argue, and I've had the purists in research want to poke holes at this, right? Because yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. How do you know these are voters? Does sentiment correlate with voting intent? Well, I'll tell you, we've run this in four different elections across three different countries, and we've always been within a 5 to 10% margin of error. So public share voice and the sentiment that that represents has So far correlated to the rankings of political outputs after a voting, you know, period or a day. So So they match up. And they do match up. They do. Um, Because it's volume and sentiment, which is favorability. Mm -hmm. And by the way, here's an interesting thing. This, This information is specific amongst Democrats as well. So we can segment because people self-identify. Mm-hmm. They say, I'm a registered Democrat and I really like what Sanders has to say about healthcare. That comment we tag as a Democrat speaking. We're not assuming they are. They're telling us they are. That's uh-huh. how it works.
3: So this is so much better than a poll where they, yeah. they, <laughs> they where Gallup makes a phone call or any one of the poll uh, polling uh, companies. They make a phone call uh, to a random person and then you have to count on them T- uh, telling you the true their true feelings. Um,
7: exactly. This seems so much more accurate exactly. than that. It is agile and it has scale. That's my favorite thing because it's based on millions of data points and not five hundred people said. Here is what's interesting, John, because it's fascinating how the way surveys are done are leading the witness. Because if I come up to you and I tell you, "Of these three issues, which one are more important?" Healthcare, education or immigration right Right. i'm leading the witness what if there is another issue that is not ranking at all or because you don't want to put let's say border security in the listing don't ask but it may be important Mm -hmm. so in our case the way we rank issues or, or or what matters to people is not based on something we're leading them to answer but what we discover is taking the most share of voice that's the magic
3: of it. Uh, and if, if you said it already and I missed it, I apologize. But did you say um, which Sanders or Biden had the most negative? Or are they tied no, with that, too? I, I,
7: no, I have um, the candidate with the most negative. Here's what's interesting with Sanders. Like I said, he is very he's very polarizing, meaning right. the 22 percent of discussions that are very positive, they're raving positive. But you also have the highest negative at 23%, so he is either absolutely Uh, loved or not at all. Um, Here's an interesting thing, Um, when you look at the sentiment profile of President Trump, it's very similar to that. (laughs) So talk about extremes on both ends of the spectrum, Mm -hmm. regardless of where your politics are, at least the sentiment profile, based on the millions of voices of people as they talk about these candidates or politicians, um, they're quite similar, actually.
3: Well, I only have a little bit of time left here, um, uh, Lily. Um, what, the, what what does your um, information say about Mike Bloomberg's chances of making any kind of a, a move during uh, after tomorrow, after after we see what the results tomorrow and the well, Super if Tuesday? You go,
7: it, it, exactly. If you go through what the process is meant to do, um, you know he he's barely going to rank fourth or fifth across all these different key states. Uh, Now, I know a lot of people are speculating that there may be some exception to the rule or a disruption to the process, et cetera, et cetera. Is he buying his way into the nomination? Well, you can speculate all day long. He will not, just by looking at the plain numbers, he, he will not have a chance the way it looks, at least based on our data so far. He will always be ranking as a fourth or fifth
3: at best. Oh, well, um, he's spending a lot of money so to go fourth or fifth. He's that's...
7: spending a lot of money, exactly. Now, the big question is can that correlate to positive sentiment or oh. affinity that goes, ah, okay. takes people to the voting poll? Maybe. Um, but in volume of share of voice and sentiment, um, we're not seeing him, even with the millions he's spending, um, surpass Biden or Sanders.
3: Hey, Lily, I'm I'm out of time, but I want to give you one more chance where people can find this stuff uh, as this election goes along here uh, to really get a good uh, feeling for what's being said, uh, much better than the the polls that you see. Uh, Where can they find this again?
7: So you can go to cultureintel.com forward slash politics. But I have even an easier one, John, that I'm just going to make sure we launch for your listeners. And from now on, the poll of 2020.
3: Ah, .com. pulse of 2020.com hey hey Lily well, I definitely That's want to funny. have you on again as this uh, moves along because this is really good stuff uh, it is it okay. is a better way of getting the pulse it's really interesting and it's uh, congratulations on fi- uh, being the founder of this uh, company it's uh, very innovative and uh, it's uh, revolutionary actually I appreciate you being on.
7: Thank you so much, John, and I look forward to joining us for other topics. Uh, I guess a teaser for our next encounter. We're running data on coronavirus as well and other serious matters to yes. see how people are really responding to this stuff.
3: We'll be in touch. Thank you.
7: Excellent. Thank you so much, John.
3: That's Lily gil Valletta and we'll be right back. The team at My Pillow is grateful for you, so grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dreams bedsheets are made with this long staple cotton, and he guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free by calling 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-716-8087 or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code STAG. I'm Andy
5: Solomon. Rideshare platforms have evolved to provide riders with even better experiences. Sheriff John Wetzel, chairman of the National Sheriff's Association Traffic Safety Committee and former president of the International Association of Chiefs of Police, explains. Companies like Lyft are making rider safety a priority by continuously screening their drivers. Before getting into any car, riders should match the license plate, car model, and driver's name with what's shown in the app. During your ride, you can share your location and route with your family and friends. According to Wetzel, communities where Lyft is available have also seen lower rates of impaired driving and fatal crashes. For example, Miami-Dade police announced that there was a 65% decline in impaired driving arrests in 2017 compared to the four prior years, thanks in part to ride sharing. Nationally, 71% of Lyft riders say they are less likely to drive while impaired because of the availability of ride sharing services.
6: For more information, visit lyft.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash radio. That's BambooHR.com slash radio. I'm doing it all. The water, the fiber, the exercise. But I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back. My doctor said I may have a chronic medical condition called Irritable Bowel Syndrome with Constipation, or IBSC.
2: Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Talk to your doctor and learn more at Linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot Or call 1-800-LINZESS.
1: Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood
2: Pharmaceuticals. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250.
3: The Answer. I uh, just got about a minute left here. Uh, I want to show, let you hear Joe Biden today talking about Super Tuesday tomorrow.
0: Look, tomorrow superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all.
1: I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I?
3: Super Thursday. Uh, he caught himself there and crea- uh, corrected it, but then he went on and said this.
0: We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by, go, you know the, you know the thing.
3: Let's do that again.
0: We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by, go, you know the, you know the thing.
3: Thanks for clearing that up, Joe. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Bye. The John Wall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.